Hello, my name is Jason Reichel, and you're listening to Risk Management Brick by Brick. I'm fascinated with people who are helping build and maintain the physical world around us. On each episode of this podcast, we'll dive in with a risk manager, speak to them about how technology plays a role in this process. Hello, welcome to another episode of Brick by Brick. I'm your host, Jason Reichel. Today's guest is Lindsay Christopher. Lindsay is an executive vice president for construction at Chubb, one of the largest providers of commercial property and casualty insurance in the world. She's responsible for developing, executing underwriting strategies and managing Chubb's relationships with her clients in the construction, real estate, and hospitality industries. What was really fascinating about this conversation is about how Hub gets directly in with the businesses that they work with and what it means to have a consultative relationship. Let's get to our conversation. Hello, Lindsay. Welcome. Thank you for joining Brick by Brick. It's nice to have you. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Great. One thing that I'd like to start off with is give me a little bit about your background and how you ended up at Chubb and what you're currently working on. Sure. So my current role at Chubb, I'm executive vice president, and I lead both the construction and real estate and hospitality industry practices. So really what that boils down to is I come to work every day. Chubb has a lot of products and a lot of different products that we sell to our clients. How do we take a look and customize those products for construction clients and then specifically real estate and hospitality clients, right? So bringing full service, customized, holistic solutions to clients in those two industry segments. I would say when I went to college, never thought this would be where I ended up. I always had an affinity for math. That was always my passion growing up. So went to college knowing I wanted to do something with math. And I ended up majoring in actuarial science, graduated and started my career working as an actuary for a number of years. And I'm still very much an analytical person, enjoy that side of the business, but really wanted to be closer to the deals, closer to the action. I very much am a people person as well. So wanted to build more of those relationships. So after a number of years, found myself migrating into the underwriting side of the business and taking a number of different roles that have led me here at Chubb. It seems like a lot of people in your position who are leading these have come from, a, I would call, specific but generalist background in the insurance industry. There's often multiple roles. Do you feel like that is critical to the success you've had within your job? Or do you feel like that's a natural inclination? What's your feeling on how people should diversify themselves and actually understand the industry? Because I, I often hear that some people believe and have showed in their career that moving between the different elements of insurance really gives you this holistic picture that you wouldn't have otherwise. I think that's one of the beauties about the insurance career is you really can do it either way, depending on what you end up finding an, an affinity towards, right? So you can become a subject matter expert, start your career in environmental underwriting and stay in environmental for your entire career, right? And, you know, if move up the ranks as you would like and taking on more responsibility, leadership roles in one line of business, or you can become more of a generalist and move around from business units, different product lines, different specialties, from product to distribution, or from claims to underwriting, to actual science, to finance. There's so many different roles within an organization within the insurance industry. I consider myself having at least 10 jobs within my career, and I've only worked at two companies. So I feel like I've had a very diverse background, yet 
I didn't have to move around to do that. It's interesting that there's a lot of depth in the insurance space and ability to move horizontally if you want as well. When we talk about Chubb and what you're doing now in, in 2023, what are some of the emerging areas that excite you that you're helping organizations realize? Because everyone's talking about the rise of AI, the changes in construction policies, all of these things. For you, what's sort of the core of what's emerging that you're really concerned with or that you're excited about? Yeah, within construction, there's a lot of change going on in a really pretty dated industry. Construction, I would say, has historically been fairly slow to adopt change, and that's changing fairly rapidly. There's definitely a lot of use of artificial intelligence and technology from different ways to go about claim handling to different ways to protect workers on site or provide predetermined analytics of where accidents are going to be more prone, where you need to focus more safety to, put more resources at to try to prevent these incidents from happening. That's really exciting because I do think it's going to change how we build, right? And it will have a lasting impact. I would say it's been evolving for at least the last five years, and it will continue to be a slow evolution, but it will ultimately change the landscape of construction. And I also think the other really exciting thing is just all the government money that we're really seeing or that we're starting to see, I should say, come into the industry. We haven't seen much money flow in from the infrastructure bill. It will. It's just a matter of time and regulation and allocation, but we will see a lot of new really heavy civil projects that, frankly, the country really needs, right? We need these new infrastructure projects. Yeah, that's really exciting. I'm often thinking like, I don't know what shifted, but I have noticed over the last four years too, partially people had to change some policies and work that they do in construction because of COVID, resource delays, learning how to do projects in different orders than they're traditionally used to doing those things. And now with the government money starting to come in, a speed up, how can we do this faster and more effectively, which obviously opens up emerging risks. So when we talk about that, what is Chubb doing to address potential risks associated with all these emerging things? I think about like 3D printing and all these kind of things that are unknown about the long-term risk associated to them. Yeah, absolutely. And without a doubt, there are a lot of unknown risks and uncertainties. And there always is in construction, but there's a new element of that these days. And I would say we do a few things. One is as much learning as we can on the subjects, right? So reading publications, talking with our clients, being out in front and really trying to understand how are they utilizing these either different delivery methods, different building methods, the technology, how is it impacting it, making sure that we're helping them form the solutions and evaluate the risks so that then we can figure out how to structure the risk transfer and the actual insurance coverage around it. Again, we insure a number of different products from builder's risk to casualty to environmental. Then I'll touch construction. So we evaluate it with our sort of specialists from every different angle. But it really comes down to our partnerships with our clients. And frankly, that's a lot of unknown for them as well. So they're taking a lot more risk as well. And so having that direct dialogue with them and frankly, having the strength of an organization like Chubb behind you, knowing that we will be here with you in the next five, 10 years when these things do start to develop and mature and we might start to see some risks that we didn't fathom, right? When I'm talking to a lot of risk managers in the field, both in real estate, property management across the board, they're finding that there is a drying up or a lack of skilled laborers 
or vendors in a lot of these places, there tends to be now a drive towards, we need to really treat our vendors better than we were before. We need to make it easier on them than before because there's a lack of them. We want to work with fewer to diversify our risk, whatever that association is. Are you seeing that as an emerging topic that you guys are talking about a lot as well? Across the board, absolutely. Construction and real estate and hospitality. I mean, you go to a restaurant, generally speaking, your service is fairly slow these days, right? Because they frankly just don't have enough waiters and waitresses to service all the tables. But we're absolutely seeing that. In the construction space, we're seeing it in terms of your you know, construction supervisors, your project execs, project managers, as well as the field and skills labor. That presents a big concern for us in terms of quality of construction and increase in accidents. We also have an increase in workers that English is not their first language. So there can become some language barriers on site that make it more difficult to make sure that we're being operating as safe as possible and working to the architect's exact design, right? So that becomes a big concern for us. And then especially in the hospitality and real estate space as well, absolutely, we're seeing challenges with just the staffing levels and hotels and in office buildings and keeping our people and our properties safe. Is there a role for insurance and a changing of offerings because of this shift? Our policies, are there new things that are emerging that organizations should really consider as we go through this transition? I think there is a small place for insurance and insurance policies. I think there's really a large place for risk management technologies that we as an insurance company can help support or help bring to the table to marry some of, you know, because you can do a lot more things and especially more in the real estate and hospitality space than construction. But there are a lot more things that you can do remotely now, or you may not need as many workers or staff physically sitting in the office building at 2 a.m. when you have the right technology in your buildings to keep secure. And maybe you have a command center, right, where multiple buildings can be monitored at once. Things like that, absolutely. A more centralized approach to it than a labor approach. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. When I'm thinking through all of this, it sounds like, like I think there's a mystery, even on the risk manager side, around how do I stay on top of all of this? What's the relationship I should have with my partner? What recommendations do you have to actually be a modern risk manager who's informed who is progressing and progressive about these policies. How do they get this information? How do they stay current? What, what are some of your suggestions? Yeah, I laugh because that's what keeps me up at night, right? Is how do I stay on top of all of these things? What are we missing? Is there a risk or an exposure my team is not considering? And how do we protect that for the future? And same thing, I bet the same internal dialogue goes on for a lot of risk managers. And it is a little bit daunting, especially in this day and age, right? But I, I think so much of it is the, the communication and dialogue that we have with our clients and that our clients then have with us and their peers. And at Chubb, we have what's called a client advisory board for some of our largest clients. And we sit down and we listen, right? And we ask questions of them and they ask questions of us. And it's really a constant evolution of listening, learning, and adjusting, right? How can we continue to be better think a little bit smarter and challenge each other, right? And it it truly comes down to that and imagining the impossible or imagining that unknown, right? Really thinking through those scenarios. 
I also have seen an emergent of risk managers moving more into the executive realm or, or leadership realm within their organizations versus being looked at as a cost center and driving a lot of the innovation. One of the core factors there for a business, all businesses, is can risk management actually not only save me money, but can it generate me money? Is this something that Chubb also works with clients to build a better situation for those departments? Absolutely. We're sounding board, right? And we see a lot of clients and not a lot of clients have different buying mentalities when it comes to insurance. Some look at it as it's a cost on my bottom line and I just want that number to be as small as possible. Or they have allocations that have to be done internally and they're kind of restricted in how they might be able to structure a true insurance program. But other clients have a lot more flexibility, right? And they do look at it as this can make me money. And if we set up a captive or take a higher retention or self-insure piece of this, that I can, I am taking more risk up front, right? But more risk can lead to a higher reward at the same time. So we often have those discussions with our clients, how we see other clients structure programs. We offer recommendations sometimes of based on the size or based on the losses that we've seen on your account, a structure such as X, Y, and Z might more make more sense or would have these benefits and these cons, right? Because it really have to weigh the implications of changing structures. So we definitely have those conversations. And I definitely agree insurance has become, or the risk management field has, we've seen a lot more of a spotlight on it and a lot more risk managers moving into much more senior roles or just being included in that most senior level of leadership in the organizations. And I think because there's so much focus on risk these days and the risk is increasing significantly across portfolios. So the cost is going up, which makes everyone pay a little bit more attention, but then the potential for future exposure and future risk is also increasing. So it's definitely becoming, I would say, more of a sexy topic than it used to be. You know, one of the things that the insurance carriers often get a bad rap around is not having a close connection to their customers, not actually involving their customers. This is not true with Chubb. It's always been that you guys are more of a consultative insurance company. What do you feel like you guys are doing differently than other insurance companies in order to have this sort of reputation in the industry of working directly with your partners? Great question. I think it's a multi-pronged approach. I mean, one, I think we're an extremely flat organization that your most junior underwriter or most junior claims examiner has access to senior leadership, right? And, and is in constant dialogue with leaders of multiple levels. So I think that helps because our clients can easily access many of us. We really pride ourselves on fostering those relationships and being out in front, meeting with our clients, having stewardship meetings, inviting them to other industry events that, that we're hosting or that we're attending, really just fostering that collaboration between them. And then two other things I would say, our, our risk engineering is extremely valuable to us and a key piece of the puzzle. They're out there, boots on the ground with our clients, both in my areas, construction and real estate, but across the company, right? We have risk engineers that are with our clients and not just the risk managers, right? But they're with the project execs, they're with the hotel owners, they're with the day-to-day staff of our, our clients, um, fostering those relationships and, and really understanding what's going on day-to-day at that organization. 
Does this allow you to be ahead of things that are coming? Is this a way that it's proactive in a real way where most insurance organizations are really reactive to what's happening? Absolutely. It allows us to be proactive. And frankly, we're hoping that we're enabling our clients to be proactive and that we're providing them with the service that says, okay, we get to see contractors performing the same operation, many different contractors performing the same operation across the country. So we have that more diverse knowledge of, you know, here's one way to do it, but here's two or three others that we've seen be successful, right? Have you considered this? We bring that wealth of knowledge to our clients that helps them be proactive in their upfront risk management. But again, it definitely helps identify some risks that they might not even be aware of, but then they're discussing with our risk engineers and we can say, we should think about that or we should talk about that one further. Lindsay, last question I have while I have you on the podcast, which is we talked in the pre-interview around how the industry is lacking young people getting into it and people are getting into it. And I want to put a spotlight on them and ask what's advice that you have for someone coming into this industry or someone working under you that you think is invaluable? I have a lot of advice. I couldn't speak highly enough about the insurance industry. I think had such an exciting career and got to do so many different things I never would have dreamed of. There's so many avenues that you can take and that your career can take. And frankly, when you're sitting down at that desk when you're 22 years old, you can't imagine all the possibility and opportunity that will come your way if you sit down, put your head down, work hard. I would definitely say, you know, you have to continuously be learning, be curious, ask questions. That's how you really start to understand the business. The more curious you become, the more questions you have, the more there always is to learn. Because as I said, there's so many different product lines, so many different avenues within the business. And remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? So there's a lot of time for new opportunities. And a lot of times you can't see them coming. They tap you when you're least expecting it. So I would say keep that in mind. But then also build your own brand right from the beginning as you move either company to company or just different position to position. The one thing that you're always taking with you is your reputation. And that really sticks. So build your own brands and be responsive, be trustworthy, be loyal. And that will provide ample opportunity for you in your career. Thank you so much. I appreciate you joining me today. I am a big fan of Chubb and I think that you guys do great consultative work out and your customers feel very supported by you. So thank you for stopping by and, and telling us how, how you guys do it. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Risk Management Brick by Brick is brought to you by TrustLayer. Find out how TrustLayer manages risk so that the people can build the physical world around us. Head over to TrustLayer.io and then make sure to subscribe to Risk Management Brick by Brick on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. On behalf of the Trustlayer team, thank you for listening.